0: You know, down in uh, down in Texas, uh, it's like a hundred degrees. Up here uh, in the uh, mountains in the Mountain West, it was uh, frost everywhere. I can't, I I don't know how to work the heat in this studio. So it's about thirty degrees in here. Um, but uh, we're having possible blackouts coming our way in uh, in Texas and around the country. So they just say turn your heat up to uh, 78 if you do 78 that would be good um and you know a little higher if you know if you can oh okay i like that sure uh let me tell you about uh, rough greens our sponsor this half hour rough greens it's great you put it on it's a supplement you sprinkle on the dog's food uh, uno eats it every day and i've seen a a major change in his eating habits and also his activity level he loves it your dog will love it too get a free bag start with a free bag of rough greens right now roughgreens.com slash beck roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833 glen 33 do it now 833 glen 33
1: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Well, hello, America. Climate change, huh? Am I right? It's in triple digits in uh, Texas, which almost never happens except for every summer. Um... Up here in the mountains, uh, where I am in the Mountain West, it is, this morning I had frost on the windows, which almost never happens. Of course, last year at this time, we did have snow. Uh, Then it's raining in some places. uh, And in the desert of Nevada, it's not raining. You see what I'm saying? It's out of control, completely out of control. What we need to do is get off all fossil fuels as fast as we can, and learn to love the rolling blackout. Because you know what? It's like living in Space Mountain. Life now is a roller coaster of fun. You never know what's coming next. Well, the program is coming next and we begin on rolling blackouts and shortages in 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about Anna. She wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, Relief Factor has given me my life back. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Anna. I had a really, really bad problem with my back. It, it led to horrible back pain. I really had uh, bad back pain. It was keeping me from doing most things I wanted to do. But ever since I started taking Relief Factor, I've gone back to all of those things because the pain is gone. Thank you, Relief Factor. As they say, I'm a believer. Anna, thank you for writing in. I'm so happy to hear about your pain uh, being lessened or gone. Um, It's happened to people all over the country. So many people in this audience, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, have tried Relief Factor and have found relief. The three-week quick start developed just for you is nineteen ninety-five. dollars It's a dollar a day like a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com, or call 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief. ReliefFactor.com. Oh, so, Stu how are things in the great state of texas you know where gas and oil are plentiful Mm -hmm. uh well not so great
2: but still better than everywhere
0: else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they're now saying that um we may have a few problems with uh the texas power grid there is absolutely no excuse for texas texas to have a problem with the power grid none zero zilch power demand recently hit a record high in texas amid a severe heat wave Stu, would you call this a severe heat wave or would you call this summer Mm -mm. (laughs) yeah i mean it's um, uh, my son is in the
2: middle of a little league tournament so i've spent a lot of time outside in the 104 and 105 degree weather It is hot, though we've certainly seen worse in Texas.
0: Yes, we have. Demand for the power grid reached more than 75,000 megawatts on Sunday, surpassing a previous record of 74,820 megawatts, set in August 2019, according to the Electric Liability Council of Texas, which runs the grid for more than 26 million customers who compromise about 90% of the state's electric load. One megawatt can power roughly 200 homes in Texas during high demand and about 1,000 homes in normal weather conditions. Soaring power usage prompted by extreme weather has triggered concerns over vulnerability of the state's grid system following a deadly winter storm in February 2021 that left millions of residents without power for day for days. Now, Stu, help me out here. 2021. That was uh, around the winter of 2021. We're now in the summer of 2022. In your I mean, I know you're not a power expert, but in your mind, don't you think that's a problem that we could have fixed by now? You'd hope so. Certainly, that's
2: uh, what we were told was happening is they were going to try to address these things so that they wouldn't happen again. I mean, part of the problem with the power, I mean, when I moved down here to Texas, when we started looking at houses down here, this is back in 2011, there was a period of over 100 consecutive days, or 40 consecutive days over 100 degrees or something like that. I remember it being absolutely Uh ridiculous Uh for a really long period of time. So the heat is not really the issue. One of the issues is the fact that all these people from all these other states are moving here, which... You know, generally speaking, I welcome, as people come and experience, I think, a positive experience uh, overall. But it is, uh, you know, it's increasing the demand on the power grid all the time. And that's not a surprise to Texas. This has been happening for a really long time, and they need to be prepared for it, certainly.
0: So let me ask you a question. If you believe in all this climate warming bullcrap, okay... (laughs) Um, and you believe that the, you know, the, the world's going to die in a fiery flood and then we'll uh-huh. all be frozen to death because yes. it's climate change. It's not cooling or warming. Um, but you know that, um, you, you're absolutely positively, the- convinced that fossil fuels have to be destroyed uh-huh. and the world's beaches are going to be gone in the next couple of years. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the time to change is right now, and everybody's got to do their part. Do you, A, buy a beach house on an island? <laughs> that's the first question. Okay, that's A. Do you? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, w- that's
2: A. Do I thought it was going to be an option here, but uh, uh, I will say no. You, if if I believed that, I certainly would not do uh, something like spend millions of dollars to buy a beach house.
0: Okay, you wouldn't do that. No okay if you believed that uh you know at some point you're rich enough and uh you these greedy capitalists just don't need all these houses all these places and certainly all that square feet would you buy a third house uh in martha's vineyard a giant mansion on the beach on the island. Certainly not. That would be incredibly hypocritical if you were yeah. to do such a thing. Right. Well, not just hypocritical, stupid, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, you think that, you know, people are and you're going to die. Your whole family's going to die. The whole house is going to be wiped out. Mm hmm. And it's all because he couldn't get a uh, well, I'm using just an example. I'm not talking about anybody specifically, Mm -hmm. Um, but let's just say you were the president in 2008 and you were talking about a a cap and trade system because you had to get rid of uh, coal and gas and, and all of these fossil fuels. Right. And you knew that if you did that, your your prices for electricity would necessarily skyrocket Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so would you would you then just say hey this is a consequence of what we're doing and we have to do it because my house is going to be under my extraordinarily large ostentatious house on Martha's Vineyard will soon be underwater so we got to get off all of this this uh, electricity and and everything generated by fossil fuels correct sure you'd be right there right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you were right there would you put in would you request a 2500 gallon commercial propane tank and have it buried in the sand like you're some sort of weird pirate uh but it was it's such a big propane tank that the city council says We've never seen anything or anyone ask for a propane tank that size. Would you think would you be a little ashamed to maybe go to the city council and ask for that in this completely hypothetical
2: example that you're citing? Um, completely. I think that person yeah. would come off as incredibly hypocritical and almost It almost would seem as if they didn't believe a word they said and they had other motivations for hyping uh, climate change for
3: those
0: years. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you thought of the people who this winter are going to be shivering because they can't afford natural gas or coal or whatever. Um, they can't afford anything, any electricity to heat or any oil or any gas to heat their home. And you're sitting there in Nantucket having a lovely time, uh, on Christmas, uh, which by the way, is a holiday that, uh, is about individual salvation. And you've been, you know, you've been uh, talking about collective salvation, which is not, has nothing to do with Christ, but you're sitting there by the Christmas tree, celebrating Christ and his birth which brought us individual forgiveness and salvation do you think maybe you would feel a little less warm inside <laughs> even though you'd be toasty warm because you have the propane tank hmm yeah i mean it seems like if you believed in collective
2: salvation these the last types you wouldn't want to do these things you'd want to make sure you gave away all your wealth and and uh, went down those different roads, which doesn't seem like this Boy. hypothetical person is interested in.
0: Yeah, yeah, you certainly wouldn't do it right now when everybody is struggling, mm. but hey, hey, I'm just making this up. I, I don't know of anybody in Martha's Vineyard that has a big mansion uh, that's right on the beach who believes in global warming and believes we're running out of time, uh, wanted to get a cap-and-trade system so your energy prices would necessarily skyrocket, um, and then thinks that climate change is so important that we stop all natural gas, all coal, all fossil fuels, and is bearing the largest tank anyone in Martha's Vineyard uh, has ever seen. But I don't know anybody specifically who might be doing that oh and and also it was former president but that's just a hypothetical situation
4: (laughs) the
2: other thing too about the propane is like martha's vineyard is not exactly filled with people who uh they're not all like barack obama right they're not all public figures they're all wealthy for the most part but they're all they're not all public figures they're not all even liberal many of them Would have no qualms at all about building, you know, burying the largest propane tank they could possibly think they could ever need. And the fact that Martha's Vineyard has never seen one the size of this is quite the statement. Pretty (laughs) remarkable. They do pretty much whatever they want. Now, if I
0: was buying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If if I was buying a propane tank, let's say I was buying 10 propane tanks and it's the largest that anyone has ever seen in the area. And I was burying them all over my uh, my farm. In fact, I didn't have any dirt left. It was pretty much planting wheat on top of propane tanks. I wouldn't be a hypocrite. And uh, I'd feel good. I'd go to bed at night thinking, okay. my family and really probably my neighbors after we after we make our tractors run on natural gas that's probably a good thing probably a good thing but see then i don't have the whole history of saying oh my gosh it's gotta stop Mm -hmm. it's gonna kill everybody because i don't think it's gonna kill everybody at least nearly as fast as no air conditioning or no heat by the way if you're in california or any place that is experiencing heat um, i want to remind you i know it came as a complete surprise that there would be heat in the summer but they're now asking you to keep your temperature at 78 a comfortable 78 so if you are joe biden you're set you're set because you like it about your age You know what I mean? Uh, I go up to my uh, my wife's parents house and it is 80 degrees, you know, on a cool day. It's 80 degrees in their house. So everybody who's old, they're going to love it. Everyone else is going to be like, what the hell is it? Why are we why are we suddenly living in India? I don't know. I can't hear you. I'm i sorry. I didn't hear the question. The baby's crying in the other room because I can't find baby formula. Back in just a second, 60 seconds, we return. But let me tell you about uh, my pillow. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I, I sit for a living. Uh, but even I like to be comfortable on the occasions when I have to get up and walk across the room. I mean... That's why my chair has wheels. Hello. But sometimes I do actually have to walk. That's why I have the most comfortable slippers on the planet. My slippers. Mike Lindell took two years to develop my slippers, and they're made with three-tier cushioning system: two layers of my pillow foam and a layer of impact gel that will ensure your feet will be comfortable and avoid fatigue. The slippers are made to be worn all day long, both indoors and outdoors, and they're made from really high-quality leather suede. Trust me when you say you're gonna love these really durable and very comfortable slippers. But for a limited time, you can save ninety dollars on these slippers, and. You you can return them, no questions asked, 60-day money guarant- money back guarantee if you don't like them in the first 2 months, just to ship them back, and they also have a 1-year warranty. So go to mypillow.com, get this amazing special right now. Mypillow.com, use the promo code BACK, and you'll save up to $90 on these uh, MyPillow slippers. It's 800 966 3117, 800 966 3117, MyPillow.com, use the promo code BACK. 10 seconds, station ID. As of yesterday, the AAA uh, national average price for a gallon of regular, regular gasoline is now $5, $5 $5.01 per gallon for regular. Now, the climate czar, John Kerry, he is uh, he is seeing no reason that we should be doing additional drilling, you know, or, quote, go back to coal when did we leave coal Stu? can you tell me that what we're now going back to coal uh and joe biden told us he hasn't done anything so i'm there might be a little confusion here uh and probably on biden's part because he's senile but uh wh- wh- when did we get off coal
2: Stu? <laughs> well we're certainly not off of coal it has been decreasing uh pretty significantly since uh, around the mid-2000s uh it has gone down quite a bit mm. as a percentage of all u.s energy um and it has felt fallen mm-hmm. be- behind you know um, many of the uh, certainly natural
0: gas and petroleum yeah but we re- we replaced it right I mean, because it would be insane for a country to say like, uh, hey, um, these grocery stores are great and we love them. And the trucks that bring them in, you know, bring all the food 12 times a day to these grocery stores. We have the greatest system, the greatest system in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be insane to say, but I'd like to reimagine the grocery store system. So I'm going to build other grocery centers not quite sure if it's going to work a lot of people say it's way early to do that but i'm going to close down all of our grocery stores and accelerate this process of reimagining how groceries are sold in america that would be insane so we have more than enough to replace it with right well right? glad the good thing
2: is you know there were years in the past where 80 percent of our energy uh, came from fossil fuels and obviously we've invested a ton Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in renewables over over the years and now we're at the point where we've made real progress and now 80 Mm percent of our uh, energy comes from fossil fuels um which Wow, we've made a real impact. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's still I mean it's eighty percent still. But that's not I you know, now yeah. it's a different kind of fossil fuel and and that actually has made the difference right. when it comes to emissions. And we've got we've gone from coal to natural right. gas. That's basically right. the change. We've had some increase in renewables, almost no increase at all
0: in, in well, nuclear which would make it. a real difference. Natural gas. Hmm. Yeah, we got to get rid of natural gas. I mean, except for the pipeline going to Obama's uh, beach house. But if we can just get rid of Obama's ranch, I think, I mean, uh, uh, natural gas, I think we will be absolutely uh, will be absolutely fine. Hey, by the way, another good idea. The governor of um, of Washington state, along with uh, many of the people here in Idaho, are thinking about getting rid of the dams. You know the hydroelectric dams Mm -hmm. seems to be the new target they're thinking about getting rid of them yeah um and uh, you'll be happy to know uh your power your electricity is you know whatever get over it you fat head you've had enough days of ease okay we're talking about salmon can salmon really prosper if we have all these dams the answer we all know i don't even need a study nope uh-uh, they can't. And our salmon, salmon are people too. So if we didn't just get rid of those hydroelectric uh, dams on the Snake River, it's like, I don't know, four or five. Who's counting? But just tear them all down. Uh, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, we are going to be swimming with the salmon and uh, we can have never ending salmon. We can't catch it. We can't catch it. But we'll have never-ending salmon.
1: The Glenn Back Program.
0: Just fabulous, fabulous. Legacy Box. So Father's Day is coming up this weekend, and everyone always wants to uh, focus on how hard it is to get something for Dad. I don't know. I think we're pretty easy, you know? Meet family. That's it. How about Legacy Box? Because it is family. This year, relive some of the memories of your childhood and also dad's childhood and your family's history Uh, by getting out the old pictures and the old VCR and everything else. Well, you don't probably have a VCR, but the tapes, all of that stuff that you haven't watched for years, go through it and put it in a legacy box. Stop having it trapped in a box where nobody sees. Now it can be on your TV. It can be on your iPhone. And there's nothing better than preserving and observing your family history. Legacy Box has a Father's Day event happening right now. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% right now. 50%. Legacy Box. Great for your family. Great for Father's Day. LegacyBox.com. LegacyBox.com. BlazeTV.com
2: slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV.
0: This is the Glenbeck Beck program. I want to talk to you about an experience I had last night um, uh, here in just a couple of towns down from uh, my ranch. I, I uh, gave a speech uh, on Flag Day. It, it, it was amazing. Every year, this town has a Flag Day ceremony. And people come to it. There were about a thousand people, maybe about 800 people there uh, yesterday. And they did this really moving ceremony. And uh, then I walk out and I talk to him. And the first thing I said was, you have to know how unique you are. I'm not sure how many towns across America are having a flag day free. Hey, everybody come to the high school for the, f- I mean, it, it felt like I was in the Music Man for a while. Uh, it was amazing. But I in talking to people uh, before the event, I I really got the sense that people are changing and are very concerned because, uh, uh, well, let me just talk to the politicians. Look. More and more, it seems like there there are two kinds of politicians and there aren't there's there's a big fat middle, but they're not doing much. And it seems like your choice is the burn it down Uh, group or the what fire group if the what fire group is afraid of the burn it down group you haven't seen anything yet because the left is wanting to burn it down they just do it wrapped in you know in crazy words that make you go oh no no seriously they just said they loved america the burn it down people Uh, love America many times love America too but they think burn it down and that's the worst idea ever but unless you stop saying what fire and you actually see what's going on the burn it down people are going to win because it's happening now in our small towns it is happening in red state America yesterday uh, I told you uh, about a, a county that is as red as they come And yet there is a a prosecuting attorney that is changing things, not only in his county, but also changing. Really? I mean, I talked to the sheriff up here and he was concerned. You know, I don't know how many counties away about this other sheriff, uh, you know, like two hours away. He said this guy is influential and he is changing the way law enforcement is happening. Uh, The sheriff uh, for Utah County. Uh, One of the most conservative counties in the country, Mike Smith, is with us now. Hello, Mike. How are you?
3: Good morning. How are you doing?
0: Well, I'm I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned because I think this I'm using uh, your county as an example of what's happening all across the country where you don't need Soros coming in and uh, buying everything up. Some Republicans are doing it themselves. Tell me why Utah County, of all places, is beginning to look a lot like San Francisco.
3: Yeah, and I'm, that concerns me as well. That's a, uh, that's a really scary statement and sad statement for uh, Utah County because that's not us. And recently we've had a prosecutor take office. Who uh, who brings these ideals in? That that I agree with you. They are Soros-based ideas. They're failed, pro- they're failed programs that uh, we've seen over and over again in large democratic cities. That uh, we, you know, they use them. Crime rates go up, and some for some reason, our prosecutor believes that if he brings them here to Utah County, he's going to have a different result, and he just isn't.
2: What is the feeling of the community right now as they see this going on?
3: You know I can tell you uh with law enforcement it's demoralizing. you know our officers are out they're working hard for their community they are there for their citizens they uh, they love they love their communities they want to serve them they want to help them um, they they work tirelessly to to uh bring crime and to uh, investigate these things. And then they fall on the lap of the prosecutor and nothing happens. And it's demoralizing. And we see victims that are re-victimized through these programs. You know, and as you look at, you know Utah County and you look at the Republican party and we are very largely republicans you know you look at the republican platform and the platform itself says swift and certain punishments with just and appropriate penalties are essential deterrents to crime and victim rights are always superior superior to criminals rights and we have a Utah County attorney who doesn't follow that platform yet he he runs on it he 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 is not a republican
2: uh, we've seen a, over the past you know what 20 years from the 90s or the 30 years i guess from the 90s to the early you know pre-covid uh 2020s uh, a real drop in violent crime but since at least the last couple of years we've seen that totally reverse and it has gone up what what is the cause about it and what can we do to stop it
3: you know uh, there's a there's a ton of things out there that you can say is the cause about it but uh to stop it, I think everybody needs to be engaged. You know, as we look at law enforcement, you see this movement across the nation. And it really is a Soros movement, you know, that this all cops are bad. And we're seeing it here in Utah County. We're seeing a, a county attorney who keeps, you know, pointing a finger at law enforcement saying they're the problem. Demoralize law enforcement. You know, there's, there's a reason why they're doing that. Um, so for me, I look at the, at the situation. You look at our community and you've got... It's really a small number of law enforcement com- compared to, you know, the citizens that they're trying to serve. And so for me, the answer is we're all on the same team here. Let's work together um, as citizens. Law enforcement, we, we are begging for you to be part of our team to help but, combat crime. Sheriff, I,
0: I really get the, um, uh, the impression that um, the people – are on your side and on the side of the cops. Uh, but these activists, and you don't need um, uh, George Soros. When you've got somebody like David Levitt, uh, you've got real problems because he's he's got a family name. He's one of these guys, like in Texas, we have the Bushes. He's one of these guys with the name. And so everybody's like, oh, I know that family, or I know those names. Uh, and they're not paying attention to what he's doing. And he's got a good... Uh, shell game going on as his, his press conferences he says oh no we you know we got rid of the special victims uh, unit uh which is you know on sex crimes and abuse and everything else the really nasty stuff uh we got rid of that because uh, we found an easier way to do it you you, you see that f- what i've heard you have never had cartel members in your county and you have them now and people aren't afraid because they're watching what he's doing in the office is all that true
3: it is you know we we look at the svu unit and and he did dismantle it he you know we so the part of it that i guess is a little uh, untrue is he, as a as law enforcement, we still have an SVU unit. You know, we're pressing forward. We push out to our, our employees, our officers, you do your job. Do your job, regardless of what David Levitt chooses to do, you do your job and he can answer to the people for his inaction. So we push forward. He's pulled his prosecutors out of it. You know, it was, it's a model that's, it's, that's used across the nation. It, it, it is a model that works and he. He pulled these prosecutors out. It used to be when you had a sex crime, they would from the minute this crime was reported and a prosecutor was involved all the way through the process. So that when these came to court, we didn't have a, a prosecutor who is opening up a folder and looking in the case for the first time, you know, five minutes before it goes to court and that's what we have now we have untrained prosecutors that he's put in these positions that uh have a, a stack of, of cases that they're looking at five minutes before court and they're not involved in the case and so you get what you pay for in that scenario as far as cartel just... oh go ahead go ahead no go ahead as far as cartels go you know we have had tough on crime um with our our Major Crimes Task Force, we work hard, and these cartels, you know, I, some people may get in their mind, oh, you know, it's, it's drug users. It's, you, you have to realize that cartels operate like Fortune 500 companies, and if they're looking at their liabilities, their risks, all these things, okay, I'm looking at an area where, you know what, the risks are low, so business is better here, and so we move business here. We've always been able to to be really tough on them, and we still are on the law enforcement side, but they're just not getting uh, prosecuted properly. And so the risks are low, and, and they, they flow to where business is good, and risks are low, and that's what's happening.
0: I, I have heard, and I don't know if this is true, that on arrests, some officers are being told that, they kind of almost laugh and go like, that's fine. I'll be out soon. I mean, it's starting to sound like New York.
3: Yeah, that that's happening. And even worse than that, We're having, um, you know, especially when you talk drugs or other things, our officers are arresting people. They're resisting arrest. They're assaulting our officers. And then the county attorney won't prosecute on those crimes. So if you assault a police officer, there's no consequences. And when we ask this, we ask and this is the response we get. Well, it will confuse the jury and our jaws were just our jaws are are dropped and we're going what are you talking about somebody selling crimes in our community an officer tries to arrest them they don't want to be arrested so they fight the officer how is that con- confusing to tell a jury
0: i don't know but i, I have to tell you this is uh, you know i've i've made light of of this or i brought this to light uh, to the national audience because I think this is happening in our communities and people are not aware of it. And you you don't need George Soros when you have these um, these Republicans who I, I don't know what his deal is. I just know he is not the Republican that he makes everybody believe he is. I mean, they the whole family has always been squishy. Um, But there's something really wrong here. He is um, taking felonies and pleading them down to misdemeanors. This is going to create a New York City or a San Francisco or Los Angeles kind of crime wave if it's allowed to
3: continue. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And it's, it's, you know, when you, t- when you talk about taking felonies and bringing them down to misdemeanors, you know, he'll put out this narrative that he's, he's prosecuting the worst. He doesn't do plea deals. Well, he absolutely does. He, he, he is smoking mirrors he's doing plea deals before they ever hit the court he's he had one of his friend uh legislators run a bill H, it was uh HB300 a couple years ago gave the prosecutor the ability to drop these felonies down he does it continually uh and so they're he he's dealing them away before they ever get to court you know he says he doesn't like plea is deals is it but true he,
0: one more i'm sorry to interrupt but one more quick question here because i've only got about uh, 60 seconds um is it true i saw a case where a grandfather was molesting his granddaughter felony and he decided to drop it down to a misdemeanor because he was concerned what that would do to the grandfather
3: is that true is that did i read that case right No, you read it right. Unfortunately, that is true. And it's sad. Oh my gosh. You know, I'll tell you what, what do you say about a prosecutor who in a press release makes a statement that the criminal justice system is the greatest threat to American freedom that we've seen in a generation. What do you say about that? He said that he said that and I don't, Holy cow. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Yes, our criminal justice system isn't perfect, but, you know, I'd put it up against any system in the world. This is America. And yeah. I, I can't yeah. believe he would he would say something like that.
0: We're talking to Sheriff Mike Smith. Um, thank you very much, Sheriff. I appreciate your honesty on this. Um, I, I will tell you, look. You have to decide who to vote for. But I'm telling every city in America, you better look at what's going on in your town because it's coming disguised as a Republican. And these states are starting to fall one by one because you're not paying attention to what's going on in your own. And, you know, we like to believe that, oh, well, we can trust them. You have to get the word out. People uh, people are are not necessarily who you think they are uh and this prosecutor is uh extraordinary in my opinion extraordinarily dangerous his name is David Levitt uh and uh the whole Levitt thing is i mean all of these all of these institutional families enough is enough enough is enough back in just a second let me tell you about our uh Our sponsor this half hour, if I can get back to my uh, back back to my page here, Uh, our sponsor is American Financing. If you think that banks are hard to deal with now, hold on to your wallet. Uh, The average uh, 30 year mortgage is now six point seven eight percent and they are going to raise. We believe today the Fed's going to raise the rate another 3 quarters of a point things are going to get tough please call american financing do it today lock in a rate lower your you lower your interest rate on your credit cards let them help you 10 minutes on the phone 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net american Financing. nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org the Glenn Beck Program.
5: Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and
1: never miss a moment of truth.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad that you're here. Uh, we have the Supreme Court rulings coming up. Um, uh, a little later on in the program, in fact, they uh, they should be happening uh, in just a few minutes. We're not sure. I mean, I think John Roberts is putting the court in danger by not releasing uh, the the Roe versus Wade um, uh, verdict. What 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 are they going to do on that? Release that. You're putting everybody in danger. Um, but many of the people in Congress didn't seem to care. Uh, all Democrats uh, that voted against the bill to send protection to our Supreme Court justices, uh, all of that voted against that were Democrats. What a surprise. Uh, let me tell you about good ranchers. Getting hot outside, not up here in the mountains. My cattle were in the frost uh, last night, um, but it is getting hotter here at the ranch because I'm about to fire up one of the grill and call the cows home. Come on, pork chop. Uh, bring some of them in uh, anyway good ranchers has uh, The food for you the meat for you at the price that you could afford and you can lock in your prices They deliver the best American uh, Farm and ranch food right to your door Take the time today and go to goodrancherscom slash Glenn our ranchers are in real real trouble and we need to support them. These farms and these ranches have got to be supported. Please go to GoodRanchers.com slash and get real American meat and fish from Good Ranchers. Get it at the uh, checkout and you'll get two free 18-ounce ribeyes just to start the summer off right. They're free at checkout. Use the promo code Glen at GoodRanchers.com glen GoodRanchers.com glen Use the promo code Glenn. us is quietly telling companies here in the in the us that um you you can go ahead and buy that fertilizer you need from russia uh but just uh, keep it on a qt okay so really good news and even more good news coming out of russia on ukraine when did we start uh losing when did ukraine start when did that happen now there's a shortage of bullets you couldn't buy enough bullets with $65 billion? Really? What's happening to the money? Uh, but don't worry, Miami is on the beat now. Miami, the city of Miami, is a uh, is a, giving a voluntary gun buyback program where you can turn in your high-powered assault rifle, which is about $1,500, and they'll give you $250 for it and they're not gonna melt them down. They're sending them, yes, right to Ukraine. So isn't that fantastic? That makes as much sense as Richard Spencer, the head of the Nazis, saying he's not a white supremacist anymore. At least that's what he's saying on the dating app. The world makes no sense, we go there in 60 seconds. Well, Anna wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, Relief Factor has given me my life back. I had really, really bad back pain, keeping me up from doing most of the things that I wanted to do, including sleep. But ever since I started taking Relief Factor, I've gone back to all of the things that I've I've wanted to do and used to be able to do, and the pain is gone. Thank you, Relief Factor. Anna, I'm so glad that it worked for you. It has worked for me. I still take it three times a day, and it makes all the difference in the world. Relief Factor is not a drug. It's not going to make you drowsy or anything else. It was developed by doctors and has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. The three-week quick start developed just for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, or call 800, the number 4, Relief. Feel the difference. So the Supreme Court is uh, coming out with more decisions today. Uh, And we have Kelly Shackelford on in an hour to give us the analysis of what is being released. Um, Stu, has anything been released yet? Yes. First one is out. It's the George versus McDonough.
2: Not a big uh, named case. It was a 6-3 decision uh, written by Amy Coney Barrett. Um, It was about veterans benefits. uh, Not a huge one that anyone was on the edge of their seat for, at least in the in the press. The only real notable thing is Gorsuch and Kagan sort of flip flopped as to how you might think they would vote in a case like this, uh, where Kagan voted with the uh, theoretically the conservative side and Gorsuch voted for uh, on the with the liberals in this one with Sotomayor and Breyer. Uh, but that's uh, so, so Gorsuch's been Strange. mixing it up quite a bit. He's been uh, interesting in these early decisions, not always paired with the the justices you you'd assume but there there definitely is at least one more and this is the way they release these things you only know that like it, when one comes out you know there's going to be at least one more um, but
0: unless there's they give some there's you know. got to be more than two i think because if what do We're we down only to have next week as well it's usually the end of the month i think we have about 2 weeks
2: uh, but uh, it's Again, none of these are real rules. So much of this is just sort of traditionally what they do. So you're always guessing. But there are 23 now remaining that we don't know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, that they have not actually released yet.
0: Uh, Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Um, uh, I I think, Pat, what happened yesterday with the Supreme Court in, you know, the House uh, where you had. Many Democrats, I think 23 or 24 uh, Democrats, come out and vote against security for the Supreme Court's mm-hmm. family and for the judges is absolutely mm-hmm. despicable, just despicable.
6: And it's hard to understand why uh, they I mean, you've put them in peril here uh, and you encouraged you've encouraged the left extremists to show up at their house and then uh, you vote against their security. I, I don't even understand it. I, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know how you justify that. It's, it's, uh, it's really, it is despicable. Uh,
0: I also think it's despicable of John Roberts. I don't know why he's, I think he's putting them in danger uh, by not releasing the one everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Let's go. Uh, but then again, his motive may be we want everybody out of town as that is uh, read. They usually leave the most controversial to the very end. And if that's yeah. true, then the end of the month, we're going to hear about gun control and uh, abortion and prayer in school and all of that stuff
6: yeah, and and didn't, uh, didn't Mike Lee say on your show yesterday that he expects that to be at the end of the Ju- end of June or early July even uh, before we hear about the Roe v Wade situation. It's not what he said um, yesterday. I think he said
0: end of June. I think they yeah. they have to do it by the end of June. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think they have um, to do but, it uh, by
2: then, but they almost always do. Uh, that is basically the way I think it works. They don't have to be done by the end of June, but they they should be done by the end of June.
6: We I think they a, want to be so that the violence can begin in July. Yeah, I, I well, think that's what I think that's what day. we're looking for. Yeah, the the burning and the uh, and the threats and the violence begins uh, in early July. Uh, you want it well, in time for for f- and the I four. think this this.
0: This is. And I think this is the time that you really kind of want that kind of stuff going on. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got a very hot summer uh, coming our way and rolling blackouts, (laughs) plus the highest gas prices the country has ever seen. Food prices are skyrocketing. I don't see any tension at all. I mean, almost none. I mean, yeah. when you just when you say to people, "Hey, you turn off your air conditioning," or <laughs> you just turn it off because there's no power, um, they're, gonna <laughs> they're going to love that. They're uh, going to love that.
2: We do have another uh, ruling out yes. here, Glenn. Uh, uh, everyone on the edge of their seat for the Big uh, American Hospital Association versus Becerra. No, that's uh, the one. Case, yeah, a lot that's of people were, were interested about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a nine-zero ruling, unanimous, uh, written by Kavanaugh. Basically, it had to do with Medicare reimbursement rates, and you know, can Becerra just say, "Hey, I this is what I want to charge these hospitals," without actually doing any of the research behind, uh, you know, what you know, what makes up their cost basis? Essentially, like, can can he just well, on his own, sort of determine? what the reimbursement rate is for various hospitals without actually doing any research whatsoever as to how much uh, these services cost the hospital and they said eh, no you need to look into that a little more
0: well why would that be any different than what the uh, administration does on gas oil and uh, and uh um you know uh, electricity well i mean they're not it don't they don't seem to be doing their homework. Did you read the story yesterday where um, the White House officials went to to try to tell the people who take shale and make it into oil mm-hmm. hey can you guys uh, do anything and they're like uh, no, <laughs> no it, it's not like we have just it's not like shale is a sponge and all we have to do is get a bunch of get a bunch of uh, migrant workers to squeeze the sponges and get the oil out no it, it will take us a few years and apparently they
6: were shocked yeah hmm. that's how little they know about the, the process that uh is involved in extracting oil from shale <laughs> it's a, it's a complicated process that's kind of high-tech and hmm. it takes a lot of heat and energy and a lot of time and money and it's not even worth doing unless of course hmm. it's worth doing at this price at 120 dollars per barrel but uh, yeah, it takes there's a time investment involved, and it's more than two months. And yeah, apparently they were quite shocked by that.
0: So um, I just I, now normally I don't read Jezebel, um, but uh, Stu apparently does. No, Jezebel. no. It was, report- com, there was a- <laughs> it was reported by
2: several other sources who did <laughs> link to the source material, which did happen to be Jezebel. Uh, so I sent you the source material because I know how cl- how okay. important that all is right, to you. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. So the source is Jezebel, a name we can we have all grown to trust. Um, so the uh, this is the article. Listen to this. I wasn't expecting to have a borderline introspective conversation with white supremacist leader Richard Spencer. You know, do you think white supremacist goes far enough for Richard Spencer? No. Hmm. Yeah, no, he's a bunch of things. I would say, and uh, white supremacy yeah. is just one of them, uh, or at least a Nazi. Was. Uh-huh. A Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jezebel, but a Jezebel reader spotted him on the dating app Bumble <laughs> in the Dallas, Texas area, Ooh. and sent me a few screenshots of his profile. So I found the guy's number and reached out for a comment. Is this really you? Are you really politically moderate? That's what he's claiming <laughs> yeah. on his profile. Because that's what he said. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So his profile says uh, just Richard 44, six, um, one active. He's a Taurus graduate degree, um, socially active, doesn't smoke. Uh, I guess looking for a relationship. Um, he's spiritual. He is a political moderate and he's vaccinated. Uh, His interest, writing, skiing, thriller, philosophy, electronic music. I mean, I think this sounds great, but I think you might be surprised if you dated him that he's left a few important things out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it would be kind of a shock if you dated him and asked him about his history and then Realized he was the guy getting punched in the face at rallies and uh, advocating for a white nationalism uh, that maybe is not exactly clear in his dating profile.
6: Has he actually changed yeah, his no, mind I on mean, things? The, yeah.
2: He has? Yeah. yeah. Well, at least that's what he's claiming. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, we have, well, do you have the
0: text there, right, Glenn? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little different. I mean, remember, he's the guy's—he's the guy who said Jews will not replace us. Uh, you know, that's a—that's a big one. So uh, they got the phone number and uh, asked him if this was his Bumble profile, and he said, "Yes, that is I." Um, I appreciate you respecting my priv- privacy. This is obviously not newsworthy. I'm simply living my life. Uh, OK, that would be a fair point if the data in question were literally not a white supremacist leader accused of physically abusing his ex-wife and masquerading uh, at random as a moderate and a skier who's into electronic music on Bumble. So uh, I said um, you think maybe you're being a little deceptive and uh he said well i'm i'm not a white supremacist leader anymore oh so he didn't say he wasn't a white supremacist he said he wasn't a white supremacist. read the whole thing don't see you're you're, you're, you wanted the source
2: material and you're not reading the full jezebel text thread i don't understand what your problem is here
0: (laughs) all right okay all right he says the entire right wing movement generally hates me and the feeling uh is mutual on basic issues, I'm pretty much a liberal gun control, abortion. Mm. Uh, I don't lie or deceive anyone. All qualities that were very, very much in style with um, Adolf Hitler and his group. Uh, she, she said, I didn't realize that. Are you still a white nationalist? The notion of listing my politics as conservative makes me cringe. It's complicated, but I'm not a white nationalist. Hmm. So maybe he doesn't believe in the country anymore.
2: <laughs> I don't know. You're, I think you're you're reading. I me—I don't know if his racial beliefs have changed per se, but honestly, when he said, "Because I had the same suspicion, Glenn," when he said, hey, "Look, I'm pretty much a liberal on gun control and uh, abortion," that's always been the that's case. Always been the case. People mm-hmm. all lo- love to overlook this, yeah. but the the alt right, which has always been an alternative to the right, not an, at- an alternative version of the right, um, has a is has. Big government. It is obviously gun control. I mean, of course you're going to control guns if you're a if you're a Nazi group. Pro-abortion. Pro-abortion have always been pro-abortion. They love the fact that people are choosing abortion, particularly as they as you might expect, black and Hispanic families choosing that so often uh, when it comes to uh, proportional uh, proportional levels. Uh, that they love that. And that's a wonderful thing for white supremacists. They support it constantly. They support all sorts of big government programs, including universal health care, by the way, uh, as well. Uh, they want government control, as you might expect from someone who
6: likes these sorts of ideas. Yeah, yeah. and somebody who's a Nazi, a national socialist. Yeah, uh, that's that yeah. is what you would expect. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what Hitler wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a conservative saying small government. A small government couldn't have built the ovens. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just want to point that one out. Let me come back to this here in just a second. The Tuttle Twins books, uh, the time is running out on a really good deal. I want you to take advantage of it before it's too late. I've been telling you about the book, The Tuttle Twins. Uh, and they're amazing show business. I want you to have this book for your kids or your grandkids or your neighbor kids or whoever you have that might be coming to your house or you going to them. The publishers of the Tuttle Twins have made this book uh, free. Now, you can get this book free. Um, All you pay for is shipping great way to illustrate to your kids or grandkids some of the fundamentals about the American way gives them opportunities to solve problems and encourages them to start their own business. Now, here's the thing. It's only available for free till the end of this week. After that, you're going to have to pay the full price. So get this book for your kids and your grandkids. Now, you won't regret it and neither will they. And if you're somebody that's thinking, what can I get my dad or my uh, grandpa uh, for uh, a gift, get this book, get it for free, bring it to him and say, Grandpa, all I want for, you know, for Father's Day, I wanted to give you a book so we could read together. You and your kids need to read this book, The Tuttle Twins and Their Spectacular Showbiz. You'll get it for free. Just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You can get this book, Their Spectacular Show Business, at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Now until Friday, back in 10 seconds.
2: Uh, so can a, you imagine uh, – go ahead, Stu. Just going to tell you we have another ruling out, uh, another one that maybe was not on the top of your newsfeed. Uh, Pueblo versus Texas, a 5-4 <laughs> decision um, about basically mm. gaming on Native American lands. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, hot one. Uh, yeah. Um, but I will say, again, bizarre pairings here. Uh, this is a 5-4 mm. decision, which is the three liberals plus Gorsuch plus Amy Coney Barrett. Wow. Uh, Then the four being, you know, Roberts and the other conservatives, strange, uh, strange pairings in almost all of these cases, honestly. Mm. Uh, But they uh, again, the indication is there's at least one more coming. So we are down to 21 cases remaining with the Supreme Court, but at least one more coming here in in just minutes.
0: Uh, I will tell you, I'm actually uh, I kind of like the fact that they switch it up and you can't predict Mm. as long as. Amy Coney Barrett is doing it on constitutional grounds. You know, that's the thing that people misunderstand. When you put a constitutionalist in, you can't guarantee that it's coming your way. In fact, it cut, the Constitution cuts both ways. Sometimes it, you'll, you'll love the answer. Other times you won't. But when it comes to the Constitution, either way, you abide by it. Um, And that's what's made our country so strong is we believed in the Constitution. And if you have your judiciary that is ruling based on the Constitution, sometimes you're going to win, sometimes you're going to lose. But I'm interested in reading. um, And Kelly Shackelford's coming up in just about uh, a half an hour. Um, You know, as I look back, uh, these gas prices, we are up now over 501 per gallon for regular gasoline mm-hmm. now i remember when george bush was in office and you know we were fighting that war for halliburton and all of the free oil that we were going to get <laughs> um and i remember mm-hmm. the outrage of like 275 a gallon do you remember that oh yeah everybody mm-hmm. was outraged and they were it was nonsense that's all anybody talked about we're at five dollars a gallon, and I am not hearing this except from friends. I don't hear the news, the news cycle uh, going off on this. Am I just not watching it?
6: No, I it's I don't think it's as big as it should be. Uh, I just you know when you pay one hundred and twenty dollars to fill up your tank, as I just did yesterday, mm. uh, that should be, there should be a lot because that's completely unsustainable. You right. can't keep doing that. There's no way. yeah yeah. no way you know i was thinking pat about how you know going back in the day as we've done these this
2: show over the years when we would compare and contrast america and europe one of the things we would always bring up is like i mean they're paying five dollars a gallon for gas right in europe isn't that crazy that was our like crazy example of how bad things
0: can get and here we are at 501 nationwide Uh, And I will tell you, I think we are closing in uh, on diesel for trucks. I think we are we are about to beat parts of Europe and have higher prices than they even do. It's a little terrifying. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. American financing wants to remind you that if you are stuck with a whole bunch of credit card bills, you can dramatically reduce the payment right now, all while paying them off at a faster rate. Right now, credit card companies are charging insane rates, 20 percent in interest between inflation and interest. How are you going to afford anything? It's only getting worse as the rates keep rising and uh, looks like they may rise uh, again today. The Fed is supposed to come out with several things. We're going to get into that here in a second, but it's not going to be good uh, for your savings or for your bottom line. There's no pressure or obligation. American financing never charges upfront or hidden fees. It's just a simple conversation about a custom loan that could help you achieve your goals we got to get out of debt. We have to prepare for the storm that is coming. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You get the Glenn Beck program and Pat Gray
2: Unleashed every day. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off.
0: We have at least five Supreme Court rulings coming out. Uh, Kelly Shackelford is going to be joining us from uh, First Liberty coming up in just a minute. He'll tell us what all of these mean and how much they will affect us in our lives. Um, Do you ever remember a time like this, Stu, where you, you felt such an impact from the Supreme Court on more than one case?
2: Jeez. I mean, you know, the Obamacare one pops to mind as a big one that we followed so closely for such a such a long time. This one, though, because it's Roe but That was Wade, one case. Yeah, this is this. This is the sort of marquee of the entire Supreme Court, right? It's the focus of every single time the Senate looks at a nominee. They're always focused on whether they're going to be for or against Roe versus Wade. That one obviously being there. But there's several other cases, as you mentioned. The one about uh, guns is a big one in New York. The case about uh, the the government's right to regulate power uh, power plants is a massive one when it comes to global warming and how much massive. you're, you're going to be paying for electricity. We have the, the prayer think, on the field one I'm was over- another big
0: one on religious liberty. Go ahead. Right. Do you think I'm overstating or uh, overreading the impact? We should ask Kelly this next hour of the EPA one. This seems like almost a an end run where the the Commerce Clause that was decided during the FDR administration was an end run around the constitutional powers that gave the federal government an, uh, access to everything in our life. This kind of seems like an end run around that decision in a way, doesn't it uh possibly yeah could, that could
2: be the way this plays out uh you know and i I think you know the court is 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 a more of a focus on our lives than I think the founders really intended uh, you know I don't think that they wanted it, it, oh yeah, but I mean it has become the backstop against all sorts of abuses by our government i mean uh, you know the courts as a whole have been. The only thing stopping this administration from doing all sorts of crazy things from requiring vaccines uh, to, um, you know, gosh, I could, we could probably name five or six cases just over the past six months that have been pushed. They've been uh, stopped from doing things, you know, when it comes to immigrations, another one where they were just they would say in the argument, we can't do it ourselves. We need congressional support. And then Congress would say, yeah, we are not going to do that. And they'd say, OK, we'll do it ourselves. And luckily, the courts have been there to stop it over and over again. They're not perfect, but right now they seem to be the only people in our constitutional framework who care about the Constitution.
0: Well, they will get around the Constitution eventually. I think they're going to declare a national emergency, a climate emergency, or a, a banking emergency, or a energy shortage emergency. One way or another, emergencies are coming. Um, and that's how you really make an end run around Congress and the Supreme Court. Um, let me give you this story from CNBC. Raising children is expensive in the United States, and families are feeling the pressure. More than 12.5 million children in the U.S. live in poverty. Even middle class families are increasingly struggling to pay for everyday expenses. Yeah. Why is that? The U.S. Department of Agriculture has uh, uh, published a report using 2015 data that estimated expenses of child rearing. From birth through the age 17 in a middle income family of two adults and two children, it is two hundred and thirty three thousand six hundred and ten with inflation. That means it's two hundred and eighty six thousand in twenty twenty two. But adjusting for inflation, they say, may not be enough. Child care costs have actually outpaced inflation. In 2020, child care expenses rose 5.03% year after year compared to the annual inflation rate of just 1.2 at the time. The fact that uh, is sending an infant to daycare in many places across the country could be significantly more expensive than in-state public tuition to send them to college. The United States has been very reluctant, very conservative when it comes to these kinds of family policies. One of the issues with childcare is the U.S. isn't or is a patchwork system. Huh. We have programs that fully subsidize eligible children. We have tax credits that subsidize a portion of childcare cost for higher income families. We also have block grants for states to help them expand access. The problem with all these systems is that with this multitude of approaches, we're just not getting close to anything universal or affordable. OK, so here's CNBC saying, really, we need pre-K money. We need more money and we can't solve this problem state by state. It has to be solved at the federal government. Again, another crisis the government can take care of. Well, I don't know about you, but I get a little tired of working for everybody else. Um, I pay my fair share. I pay more than my fair share and uh, i usually you know i've never had a problem paying my taxes because i love the country and i'm willing to help others i just think that helping others is not doing gender studies i think helping others is not enforcing uh the uh, idea that our public schools have to have open bathrooms with all of our kids and hide information from us parents no sorry At what point do you start saying, I'm not really being represented here? Well, you can't because we have representation. You vote for your representative. That's one of the problems with us. Is we'll hire somebody, but they'll do the exact opposite usually. Now, there is a great article in The Federalist about the student loan bailout. Because we saved and behaved responsibly, President Joe Biden will punish us, nor is his plan fair to those who don't go to college. We put five children through college. One still attending. We saved up. We never took out any loans. We didn't want our kids burdened with debt. Our kids went to William and Mary, Mary Washington, Dartmouth, John Hopkins, and the University of Pennsylvania. So far, the total cost of these colleges has been well more than $600,000. Well, last week, Biden forced taxpayers to assume nearly six billion dollars in federal student loans for 60 uh, for five hundred and sixty thousand borrowers. News stories announced the decision on forcing taxpayers to pay off the loan. For others, and it appears delayed until closer to the election. While some debt is likely to be paid off by taxpayers, Democrats will probably keep their other borrowers locked in politically by continuing to freeze repayments and warning that Republicans will end this. Should my wife and I have just borrowed all of this money and sent our kids to public universities? If so, we could add $600,000 to spend on all sorts of other things. Nicer cars, houses, fun trips, or we could have given that money to our children and grandchildren when we die. To save to pay for a family's college bills, we always purchased used cars and, you know, and we were um, a year old when we when they uh, we drove them for years. My Ford Taurus lasted 16 years More than two hundred and twenty five thousand miles. My Pontiac transport for my wife lasted almost as long before Russ meant that it could no longer pass the state's yearly safety check. So because we saved up and behaved responsibly, President Biden is going to punish us, those who didn't save or work, 90, 80 hour weeks, who spent their money on other nice things instead. Now we are paying off and picking up their tab for their kids education how exactly is that fair nor is it fair to those who don't go to college this is a great article that you really need to read at the federalist but i think this is the way a lot of people are going to start to feel as we have shortages ourselves and shortages of money how are people going to deal with the process that we are sending welfare checks uh, and we're selling or sending food stamps down to the border when we have hungry people here? By the way, the direct impact uh, of the, the Fed is going to be felt again today. Uh, they are They are raising the rates of interest. Uh, So anything connected to the interest rates, that's credit cards, adjustable rate mortgages or, you know, fixed rate mortgages uh, that you haven't secured yet. All of this will change uh, today and could change directly. They're trying to cool the economy, which means they're trying to get you to stop buying stuff. Uh, And it's pulling us into a recession uh, if business investing and consumer spending is slowed too much. But they're going to get it right this time. So what it's going to do is it's going to make borrowing more expensive for companies, higher costs of capital. Um, The uh, valuation in the stock market is going to get compressed. We've already seen a lot of that happening right now. But this will be increased drag on your 401k or anything that you have that's a retirement fund and the problem is is that we're going up three quarters of a percent Stu, how much was it for each point just on the federal budgets borrowing yes yeah, rates tick
2: i remember yeah it's one each percentage point costs us another 400 billion dollars per year which is the equivalent of adding a new defense department every year
0: Oh, my gosh. By adding a point? Mm
2: -hmm. One point. And it's it's something like four. So four trillion dollars over a decade. And it gets to a point where just the interest uh, uh, on our national debt becomes the focus of our entire budget. Eventually, I mean, we're not that far away from this becoming really a society that just repays debt rather than actually does things.
0: All right, back in just a minute, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour, Stu, GenuCell. Yeah, that's the final week for GenuCell's blowout sale
2: for the summer. And right now you can save 60% on GenuCell's most popular package at GenuCell.com. You get two free gifts with your order. Your order will include GenuCell's dark spot corrector, which visibly reduces those pesky dark sunspots, and GenuCell's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours. Genucel has, it is the best in skincare. They've been known for this for a long time, since their first treatment for under-eye bags and puffiness. It's a great set of products, especially during the summer when the heat and humidity and longer days give us all some puffiness around the eyes. I have it around the midsection as well, but Genucel, I don't think actually will solve that uh, problem. Um, as uh, Genucel, uh, they've, they're always hooking you up, and that's what I love about them. They uh, My wife loves it as well. Um, genucell guarantees results or your money back and sign up for genucell's best in class rewards program as well at checkout for an extra 10 percent off your order and complimentary gift set go to genucell.com slash back enter the code back at checkout for an extra discount and free shipping genucell.com slash back g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com slash back
5: stay informed sign up for the free newsletter
3: today at Glenbeck.com.
0: The home of the brand new Glenn Beck $1 million guarantee that we talk about what you want us to talk about. We talk about the things that are on your mind. Guaranteed. You uh, pay us a million dollars and we will talk about it as long as you want us to. Only on the Glenbeck Beck program. Welcome uh, to the program. We have Kelly Shackelford coming up in, in just a second. Uh, he's going to give us a rundown. We have what now? Six? Yeah. Supreme Court decisions? Six decisions, which is a very that, high number. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if they're just blowing through a lot of these this week. They do maybe uh six more uh, that would bring us up to what so right now there's How many 18 remaining left? uh as of now
2: and this is the last one of the day so we're gonna get six none of the super high profile cases are involved in that a couple of uh, nine you know a 9 decision another one that was essentially 8-1 um and but nothing nothing super sexy there is one here about immigration um which is just coming out right now um uh, and it was about a trump expansion of a definition of certain types of illegal immigrants, basically trying to say more people would be blocked from getting green cards because they had uh, a lo- uh, they were s- sort of uh, likely to depend too much on government services. As you might expect, Trump expanded the definition mm-hmm. of that to try to make sure that people wouldn't be doing that. Uh, the Biden administration's pushed back on that. There's a battle between Ari- Arizona and San Francisco. Uh, basically on that. And a bunch of other states joined that lawsuit as well. So that one's just coming down now. But again, none of the big, uh, big ticket cases today. It's not a huge surprise. Again, typically they save these things till the end, uh, which is in the next couple of weeks. And as you may know, this is the, the show to listen to during this because we, it always happens right in the middle of the show. So as, as these rulings right.
0: break, we will have them for you as they happen. And we'll have the explanation on why why, or if we should care about any of these, will they impact any of our lives coming up in just about uh, 10 minutes from now. So you don't want to miss that with Kelly Shackelford from, uh, from First Liberty. Um, we have the gun case. We have the God case, God in schools. We have Roe versus Wade. And we also have a border question, correct? Yeah, there's one on the Remain in Mexico uh,
2: case, a rule, I guess, that uh, Trump uh, implemented uh, when he was president. That's There's been a big, obviously, a lot of people on the left don't like that all that much. So there's a case going up for that one as well. I mean, there really are big, you mentioned this earlier, Glenn, cases that are, all of them could be weeks Monumental. of shows, right? Like they're all really important mm-hmm. and really high profile and somewhat d- divisive. So, I mean, the Roe versus Wade one obviously is the marquee of all of these, but there's a bunch of big ones, and we're going to have them here in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, the the border, the EPA uh, being able to just control everybody's lives and the lives of energy producers, um, all of these things that are coming out. It if they come out on the same day, it's going to be quite. A remarkable day in America, especially if they all go, go towards Sheesh. the conservatives the and the Constitution. Program. By the way, have you seen the, the, um, the article in Sports Illustrated on um, yeah. uh, the, the football coach, Kennedy, Coach Kennedy yeah. in Seattle that's up at the Supreme Court? I love this. When so faith I mean? and football teamed up against American democracy. Okay, well we're not a democracy we're a republic and with a republic we have rules and those are constitutional and uh, they they say the expected result in the Supreme Court is a win for the coach and the further erosion of the separation between church and state you know SI when you can show me where uh, the uh, the separation of church and state is in any federal law uh, just call me call me why don't you do sports I'll stay out of sports because I obviously don't know my ass from an elbow. uh, And just like you don't know anything about the Constitution.
1: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, America, and welcome to Wednesday. Big, big television show on tonight to show you the 14-point plan to destroy America that is being implemented right now. It started under Obama. It is being finished now. Under, um, uh, under Joe Biden. We'll give you all of that tonight. You don't want to miss this program. Now, coming up in just a second, Kelly Shackelford is joining us. He is the president and CEO of First Liberty Institute. This is a constitutional powerhouse that has argued case after case after case in front of the Supreme Court. He's been looking at the, I think, six decisions that have just come out from the Supreme Court to tell us what uh, they mean and how they're going to affect our lives, if at all. And we go to Kelly Shackelford in 60 seconds. So Blinds.com is having their summer sale right now. If you are in any place that is having a heat wave, I currently am up in the mountains where we had frost this morning. It's freezing uh, up here in the mountains. Uh, But I know my wife down in Texas, you know, you're in triple digits. And uh, they're saying that, This is happening all over the country and we're gonna have brownouts. Oh good, so we can all be like California. Look, if you wanna cut the temperature in your house, do you have blinds or shades? Beat the summer and beat the high expense of keeping your home cool, if you can, at blinds.com. Put it at the top of your list. You can stay cool and save up to 40% site-wide right now at blinds.com. Ordering online doesn't mean having to sacrifice on style or service. Blinds.com has a premium selection of shades and shutters, drapes, and a whole lot more. They also have outdoor patio shades to transform your deck or patio. And they make the selection easy. They have design experts that are available for live consultations that will walk you through your house and help you find the right shades or shutters or drapes, whatever you're looking for. It's Blinds.com. Go there now and save up to 40%. Site wide for Father's Day. Save David up to 40% off everything now at blinds.com. That's blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Save- Kelly Shackelford, a very good friend of the program and now a powerhouse to be reckoned with, uh, with uh, the organization he's the CEO of, First Liberty Institute. He is chief counsel of First Liberty Institute as well. Kelly, welcome to the program. Happy to be on, Glenn. Thank you. So you've been watching these roll out uh, from the Supreme Court. We had a surprisingly high number today. We had six uh, different cases. Can you tell me? Which are the
1: important ones, and which actually will affect us? Well, I think for your audience, I doubt very many of them would be of, of any interest. Uh, I think that this is a okay. weird time, Glenn. We've got, uh, you know, uh, a record number. If you look over the past few weeks, that have been not issued. I mean, there's only 65 cases this term, and we were we were at like 29 or something just uh, a week or so ago, which is I don't think right. that's happened since maybe 1950. So but we're getting closer. We're now down to, I think, 17 or 18. But but all the big ones are left. Uh, The Dobbs case, the Second Amendment case, the uh, border case, the remaining Mexico, the two big religious liberty cases, which are both uh, our cases at First Liberty. We're waiting for all these big cases. And it looks like they're just going to maybe unleash them all in a very short amount of time close to each other. But uh, we'll, we'll wait till next week and see what happens next week. So what
0: are the two big religious um, uh, decisions that are coming? I, I know Coach Kennedy. That's yeah. one of them. What's the other one?
1: The other one is a case out of Maine uh, where they they had a school choice program where parents could pick any uh, uh, school that they wanted for their kids as long as it wasn't religious. And so it was just pure discrimination <laughs> against all the religious schools. And, uh, I think we're going to win. I mean, the argument went well, uh, but this will be a really big case because it'll make clear nationwide that when you have school choice, uh, which we really should have, um, that you can't exclude the religious schools. Uh, you guys are compete against them like everybody else and people are going to pick the best education for Correct. their children. And, uh, so I think that'll be a really big case. It's sort of almost the final uh, nail in the coffin on these attempts to discriminate in school choice. And, the only step left really will be to get school choice where parents choose. You know, it it shouldn't be just rich people get to choose their schools. Everybody should be able to choose what's Correct. best for their kid if it's their tax money.
0: And And quite honestly, why should I have to pay two tuitions? I mean, I'm willing to do it to help the kids that, you know, whose parents don't have any money, but... You, this should all be choice. And I think those public schools would go out of business quickly. I, I, I was um, in front of an audience uh, last night. Uh, I gave a speech and uh, I was asking the audience some pretty basic questions about America, American history. And I don't know. I think I said three times uh, from the stage last night. Wow. Our school system has greatly failed us on these things nobody would raise their hand on on a couple of questions that i thought were fairly easy
1: Mm. yeah it's 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 really i mean look not only are they failing in that way right but they're also failing in what they're trying to indoctrinate you know third graders and second graders, stuff that parents are just appalled by and we are all appalled by so um as you said, uh, a number of these schools go out of business. I think a number of those schools would actually have to you know, start acting like they're in that community and, uh, and they're actually having to be better and they're actually having to be good and they're actually having to represent the morals and values of their community and not some sort of woke, crazy stuff that they're putting in elementary schools. So I, I think it would be great in lots of ways. And it's fascinating to me, Glenn, it's one of those issues that, you know, Republicans are heavily in favor of school choice, but so are Democrats. I mean, you know, African American, Hispanic. I mean, these are large percentages, and yet they can't get it through because the teachers' union has such a lock um, that they're not voting for something that is very important to most of their people. And so, I think this is part of why you see sort of this really a fracturing uh, of a lot of things that we had kind of counted on. I mean, the, there was a district yesterday in Texas that's 84% Hispanic that just had an a election for for a Congress. They elected a Republican. You would never see that in the past. But, right. uh, you know, they're they're voting their right. values. And so some of these things are changing. But that, that case, I think, will be really big. It's called Carson versus Macon. And, of course, the Coach Kennedy case – is a huge case. Uh, I just think we've dealt with for 50 years a lot of these bad old decisions that have created this sort of hostility to religion in our schools. And uh, it shouldn't be that way. The founders never meant it to be that way. Uh, they believed in free speech. They believed in the free exercise of religion. And, uh, and that should be what the law is. And I think we're going to move back that way after Coach Kennedy comes down, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see what the opinion says.
0: You know, I got to tell you, if I had a coach who was a Muslim and he wanted to take his prayer rug out at the end of a football game and say a prayer, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'm I'm, I'm obviously not a Muslim and... You know, why would why does anybody have a problem with these things um, is the uh, Sports Illustrated has just come out with just an amazingly bad article when faith and football teamed up against American democracy. The U.S. Supreme Court will decide the case of a football coach at a public high school who was told he wasn't allowed to pray on the field in front of players. The expected result is a win for the coach and the further erosion of the separation between church and state. I don't know where they
1: find that. Uh, Kelly, do you? I don't. uh, It was amazing, Glenn. I've been doing this kind of work for 33 years, and this is the first time I can ever remember an article by the media being so ridiculous that it it led to its own news story. There were stories yesterday at Fox News, uh, at uh, Breitbart, at all kinds of media because of the Twitter explosion that occurred when Sports Illustrated, posted this story. <laughs> it was so ridiculous and so biased. Everybody's like, okay, a coach praying by himself for 20 seconds is the end of democracy. You know, number one, we're not a democracy. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're a republic, a constitutional republic. And number two, separation of church and state. You know, number one, that those words aren't the constitution, but number two, please tell me where the institution of the church is in this Please tell me where the institution of right. the state is. It's Coach Kennedy. It's not the state. Um, I mean, this is really ridiculous and very, uh, you know, again, sports illustrators, as you said, should stick to sports uh, and, uh, and not try to get into woke politics in their sports, or they're going oh, to, you know, this is the reason why they're losing so many people. So let me,
0: but let me um, uh, take it further. As we look at Sports Illustrated and we see all of the errors there, that's one thing. But I listened to the arguments. Uh, I listened online through your website, and it was amazing to be able to listen to a Supreme Court uh, hearing. was incredible. I've never done it before in its entirety, live, um, and. Opposing side was was claiming it was it was nothing like uh, like the facts of the story. It was all over the all over the board. I couldn't believe that they could get away with saying the things that they did uh, without it being perjury.
1: Yeah, it. I think. I mean, the only, people. A lot of people don't know, but on the other side, and let me let me mention glenn If people want to listen to it, it's still up at uh, our our media website, which is firstlibertylive.com. They can go listen to the argument. It's unbelievable. Um, but it, it yeah. they, I think it's because what happened is that school district, instead of representing themselves, got is their attorneys. Uh, the Americans United for Separation of Church and State, which is an interest group with a, a pretty uh, um, extreme agenda. They're, they're all secular humanists. They want to push religion out of society and, These were their attorneys. Well, they're not very experienced at the Supreme Court. So I think they did something really foolish, which is you start trying to twist the facts. I mean, there's a record. So we could point to the record. And if you remember our counsel, Paul Clement, who's probably the number one guy at the Supreme Court, um, at the end of his rebuttal, he just nailed fact after fact after fact in the record that they were trying to pervert. Well, they can read the record. So that doesn't work. And so what what was happening, by the way, for your audience, if they wonder what we're talking about, is Coach only wanted to pray by himself. He went went by himself. He he Just a 20-second prayer after the game to thank God for the privilege of coaching the young men that he coached. He got that from that movie, Facing the Giants, that he saw. And he made that pledge. And for seven, eight years, that's what he did, until they told him to stop. And at one point, midway through his years, some kids went and prayed with him, too, but as soon as the school said, hey, don't do that with the kids, he said, oh, that's fine. That's not what I'm trying to do. And he went back by himself. And they ended up firing him because he wouldn't. And he never. Hey,
0: hang on himself. just a second. He he never, ever invited them. They asked no. him and he said, it's a free country. Do it. you know, do what you want. So it wasn't like he was indoctrinating or pulling people in.
1: That's I think exactly that's right. really important. That's exactly right. Yeah, he, he never did. And and they admitted that. I mean, that was one of the things they admitted. They admitted he never coerced anyone. Uh, so, and yet they, their, new, their new theory at the Supreme Court was to say, oh, no, this is all about Coach Kennedy wanting to pray with the kids. And, and then my favorite was they put a picture in the brief, and they argued this all the time, and the media messed this up all the time. It was a picture of Coach on a knee after the game, surrounded by all these players. And they were saying, look, see, see all the players? Well, what they didn't mention was that was after coach was told, hey, you go to a knee again, you're going to be fired even by yourself. And he was like, look, I don't want to get the kids in trouble. So I'm going to wait until they're singing the fight song facing the audience because I don't want them with me. So he went by himself. But what was happening is the whole country was watching this and he was down on his knee and he felt people coming around him. It's like, oh, no, the kids are coming around me. When he opened his eyes, it was the other team, all the players, all the coaches. And so as I told the media, this wasn't about him playing with his players. This was about in America. When the government comes and tries to shut down somebody's First Amendment rights, Americans rise up and say, you're going to have to run over me, too. And that's what was happening. It had nothing to do with his players. It was the other team. If there's ever an American story, that's it.
0: Um, Let let me uh, let me take a quick one minute break and come back to you. We're talking to Kelly uh, Shackelford from uh, First Liberty um, about what's happening in the Supreme Court. I just want to take your temperature on on what's happening with the security for the Supreme Court, the vote that happened in Congress yesterday and why I guess it's John Roberts decision. Why they're waiting on this decision that is causing most of the uh, angst. We'll talk to you here in one minute. Let me first tell you about real estate agents. I trust dot com. You put your house up on the market. If you do it today, depending on where you're living, chances are you're going to get, you know, a, a good sale pretty fast. Get a good price for it. Congratulations. Something to celebrate. Now, one question. Where are you going to move? These are the same rules that got you a great price on your house. Now they're going to work against you when you try to buy somebody else's house. What you need is someone who knows what they're doing that can help you. You need a great real estate agent. Start uh, with the company that I started years ago called Real Estate Agents I Trust. I highly recommend uh, this because it's the easiest way to find the person who has, in our opinion, the best business practices in the area. Um, I think they're all fans of the show. We vet them six ways to Sunday. I mean, it is a it is an extensive one of the real estate agents said to me, uh, the only thing you guys didn't do is an anal probe. And I'm like, well, you know, that's next. But. Uh, we want to make sure these are the guys that we can recommend and will give you a good, um, uh, service and the right service and the right experience for selling or buying your house. So whether you're selling your house and moving across the street or moving across the country, we have the real estate agent for you, real estate agents, I trust.com. It is a free service to you, real estate agents, I 10 seconds, station ID. Kelly, I read a story today, I think it was on The Federalist, that uh, was excoriating John Roberts because, in their words, by holding uh, this uh, this uh, case, uh, they are, um, or he is, putting the justices in jeopardy, and um, and it's not safe. I don't know if that's true or not. It might be safer to hold everything and then just do all of the really controversial ones at the end and be on a plane when those things are coming out what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah i i had some of the same uh feelings uh i felt like they should push it out quickly um you know uh after that that leak i thought they should have gone to the justices and said hey finish up your opinions we're getting this out because the extra incentive of of somebody thinking they could be a hero if they killed somebody because the opinion is not mm. If it's not out, it's it's you know you could literally change what the opinion could be if if you took somebody Correct. off this earth. So I thought that was dangerous, but I, at the same time, what you say is true too, which is, let's say they did come out with it, they it might be rough for them to be here over the next few weeks, issuing all these other opinions when you know their lives would be in danger. Then maybe it would be more from revenge uh, than to change the opinion at that point. But it's possible.
0: Is there any uh, reason they don't just release all what's left now? 18, one day, just release them all.
1: They could, uh, and that's one of the theories is what they're doing, uh, you know, you could go with one one of two ways. Um, Either, you know, these more controversial decisions, there's more back and forth, there's more working on dissents and working on side opinions, you know, concurrences, et cetera. And so it just takes longer. Uh, but there's also the idea of sort of just waiting and issuing them as they're on their planes uh, overseas to do their uh, teaching uh, rotations. Which they typically in the summer they'll they'll go overseas. Most of them, except for Thomas, who takes his RV around the country, they go out of the country and they they you know teach and speak and do that. And so they they like to put the most controversial ones where, by the time they come out, they're on a plane, they're gone. Uh, And that might be one of the strategies. You know, one of the things we've talked about is the danger of court packing when these opinions come down, which I I expect a good opinion on Dobbs, a good opinion on the Second Amendment. I'm I'm hopeful after both arguments and both the religious freedoms cases, I think they're going to be wins, but we'll have to wait and see the the remaining Mexico, the border cases. I mean, I I think we're going to get victory after victory. I think the left's head is going to turn. Uh, you know, around and around. I think they're going to go yeah. crazy. And I think they're going to push for court packing and all this. And so maybe John Roberts thinks if you just issue them all at the same time. That would be better than just sort of week apart, week apart, week apart, where they just build up their frenzy. I, I don't know. But uh, all I know is we're down to 18 cases and, you know, two weeks. And, uh, and you know, the first time we'll, we'll see another opinion would probably be next Tuesday because Monday is a federal holiday. So we're, we're coming down to the very end and there's all the big decisions are still in their hands.
0: Kelly, thank you so much. And thank you for all the work that you guys do. If you ever are looking to support a group, um, uh, a nonprofit and really have your money make a difference, I would suggest you donate to uh, First Liberty. It's an outrageously good uh, organization that is making changes that will last. Kelly Shackelford firstliberty.org liberty.org back program Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline I don't know if you've seen what's happening in the stock market but it ain't pretty uh and the Fed today is supposed to uh raise maybe 3 quarters of a point that's not going to do great things for the stock market again. How much money have you lost in your retirement? Have you even been brave enough to look? How much money have you lost if you had uh bitcoin? Whew. what is Bitcoin at today Stu um you know i tried i've been saying you've you've got to spread your money around in as many different places as you possibly can. Gold is the only thing so far that uh, I have uh that that is holding its value should be growing but the government is doing all kinds of crazy things but it is you'll at least have something in the end every box of 20 gold graded mint state five dollar indian coins you buy them every 20 you're going to get 50 brilliant uncirculated silver kennedy half dollars for free 866 gold line call them now 866 gold line Tonight, my Wednesday night special on Blaze TV. We've got some classic back for you. You're not going to want to miss it, like in the, uh, in the bad old days. <laughs> You can't miss any of these episodes because they tend to build off of one another. A couple of weeks back, I showed you uh, the new the new global based rules system and how the Biden administration was trying to give the WHO expedited authority where they could bypass our governmental authority. Also during that show, I mentioned new rule changes that were being pushed by the SEC and how Bank of America had written a letter praising it. Well, my research team, because they're overachievers, decided to look a little bit more into this. And it led us to financial records, dark money group and organizations that are tied to the U.N. and the World Economic Forum. They are the ones pushing a reorganization of the financial system. And the Biden administration is basically copying and pasting everything that they want. We also found that some of this was attempted during the Obama administration, and the Great Reset has been in motion since at least Obama's first term. When Michelle Obama gave her speech in Puerto Rico, remember she said, we're going to have to move into a different place and change our traditions and our language. It was shocking and horrifying at the time, but hard to decipher what she actually meant other than the big overview. Um... We now know I'm going to show you tonight the catastrophic consequences for what they are at this moment trying to finish. If you think food and gas and labor shortages are bad now, wait until Biden finishes it all. And he doesn't need Congress to do it. Don't miss the Wednesday night special tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. You see, Megyn Kelly was talking about Fox News the other day where she was excoriating them for. I mean, what are they doing? They're running, you know, positive, uh, you know, 12 year old kid stories that had a sex change. And it's like, what what is happening to Fox News? The blaze has never been more important tonight. The pathway to servitude, the traders who created the global supply crisis. Uh, Also, just want to let you know that uh, President Biden, President Biden uh, yesterday wanted to remind us that today is World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, Uh, and it uh, is a call to action on individuals and organizations and communities to raise awareness about elder abuse, neglect and exploitation. Now, when Joe Biden said this yesterday, I thought, gee, I can't think of some old timer that's being exploited by the people who supposedly love him, but maybe that's just me you know my son when he was like 10 years old we're brutal to each other in our family we are we are the most sarcastic family that you've ever met and we're brutal about it and we love it it's the way we show our love to one another strangely Um, but Rafe was probably I don't know about 10 years old and uh, and I was giving him crap on something and he said listen old man one day I'm gonna be in charge and I'm gonna send you to a maternity ward and um you know that's not elderly abuse i th- i think what he meant was geriatric center but i, I that would have been maybe abuse but mm, a maternity ward being there with the little babies and new moms i think that would be i think that would be great so son thank you for your effort on elder abuse but it didn't work um Now, there's a couple of things that I want to I want to talk to you about uh, that I think are really, really, really important. Um, I just want to play some audio here. uh, But before I do, I want to play audio of one one thing of elder abuse. Is this elder abuse or does Joe Biden know all about this and he's actually the one orchestrating it? here's hunter biden in a piece that maybe tomorrow Stu will play in its entirety it's like five minutes and it is remarkable he taped this conversation uh on his laptop he's having a conversation with another artist who is helping him uh you know with his art and he talks about his father listen to this he's going to talk about
3: drug reform and any other things i want him to mm-hmm. We'll talk about um, anything that I want him to, that he believes in. If I just say this is important to me, mm. then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, his, of his platform. Mm. My dad respects me more than he respects anyone in the world, and I know that to be certain.
0: Hmm. He goes on to talk about how I call my dad all the time and we talk about policies and uh, he's going to talk about this and he'll push whatever I want him to push. It's an extraordinary piece of audio, especially when dad said, I don't know anything about anything. We don't talk about anything like that. He's making it very clear on this. Joe Biden knows and uh, and talks about all of it. But Joe Biden is kind of an interesting cat because i don't know if he's deliberately ignorant if he is completely senile if they won't let him watch television i am not sure if you look at the economy right now and how people are feeling this man is more out of touch i think than really anybody since uh the czar nicholas i mean he was out of touch with the people i think joe biden is approaching this listen to how he he talks about um our economy and how people are feeling right now this is cut six
4: consumer confidence at the lowest in 70 years lower than um the great uh, recession lower than the stock market crash of the 80s lower than after 9 11 what can the white house do or will it do to instill some confidence in the American people and the economy?
2: Well, it's important to first level set on where we actually are economically and we are in a transition. We are moving out of what has been the strongest economic recovery in modern American history to what can be a more stable period of growth where we don't have to sacrifice all of those economic gains. And the key I think here is that we face real challenges and prices being uh, first among them, but we also have real economic strengths. Uh, the strength of our labor market, the strength of household balance sheets where uh, notwithstanding people are uh, reporting low, low confidence, uh, they are also reporting uh, record highs in terms of, of financial stability.
0: Stop, for a second. Stu, do you know anyone who is feeling financially stable right now? Do you know anybody who's like, you know what, this is bad, but I've got so much money stacked away in the bank that I'm not worried about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, even people who are well off, I find. I mean, as you know, Glenn, we constantly gather in country clubs and and, uh, have cocktail parties with elitists uh, because we're conservatives. And when we oh, do yeah. that, even sure. even those people, I mean, you even notice people who are well off and have a decent amount of resources. They have no idea how to protect them. Where do you put this stuff right now? You, you've you mentioned gold earlier, which is held up really well as compared to pretty much everything else over this uh, period. But like, you know, you're in crypto, you're down. You're in tech stocks, you're down. You're in uh, the S&P 500, you're down. Uh, You know, you're in cash. You're definitely down because inflation is wiping you out slowly, even though you don't realize it. And all of this like adds up. I mean, I you know, they keep saying this, that like people have a higher amount of money, you know, in their savings accounts. And it's just like it's completely a ridiculous measure. They gave a bunch of free money to people and told them they couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah, a lot of people wound up over the covid period saving some money because they were terrified of what was coming next. And that money is just slowly dwindling away. And over time, it will go away
1: completely. If it's kept in
0: crisis. Right. If it is kept in a bank, but I'm not sure it's being kept in the bank anymore. I think a lot of people have just blown through that, Mm -hmm. not blown through it, but how many weeks can you fill your car once or twice a week at $120 uh, a tank? How many weeks can the average person do that? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think very long. Uh, Biden goes on to say, this is when he was at the AFL-CIO, that problems are bad, but not like everywhere else. Under my plan for the economy, we've made extraordinary progress.
5: and we put America in a position to tackle a worldwide problem is worse everywhere but here.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then he says inflation is not because of reckless spending. Cut eight.
5: I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Is that, why so is he so angry? You see what he's saying here? He is... I don't know, because he's an old man and he's angry. Um, you see what he just did? He says, I don't want to hear about this reckless spending anymore. It's all lies. We're changing people's lives. So what he's saying, as I interpret this, and I hate to interpret him because he may not have had any idea what he was talking about. But if you want to look at that logically, what he's saying is, It's not the reckless spending that is causing all of these problems. That's a lie. We are changing people's lives, meaning we are getting off of all of the fossil fuels. We're changing the way the economy even is run. We're leaving capitalism and going into the Great Reset. All of these things have to be done, and it's going to be painful. And we're going to be saving people's lives because of this. I think that's a moment of real honesty where he's telling the American people because he's done it before. This is going to be hard. But at the end of it, we're going to be better off because we won't be on fossil fuels. Yeah. And I
2: think it's important to look at what could have been here. Uh, when we were going through COVID, I remember Glenn having a conversation with you, saying that, like, you know, this is interesting and in that we're seeing a real test of what conservatives ha- believe about spending. We've talked about this for so many years, and spending's mm-hmm. always been bad, and there's always been a problem. But our case was always, if you start going crazy, there is a breaking point, and there is a there was the competing ideology of modern monetary theory, and we said during the time, like, look, we're just experimenting with this. We're going for it. We're going to print. trillion, $5 trillion. We're going to have all of this money coming from the Fed. And if there's not an effect from this, like, I don't know, does that prove our thesis wrong all this time? And here we go. They do this. They now print another. Then Biden comes in. They pass another multi-trillion dollar bill. And we're seeing that the entire time the conservative position on this was correct look at inflation and what's happening right now it's destroying families and i think it's important to remember that the democrats wanted and almost got another six trillion dollars of spending in that between three and six
0: let me let me tell you i want to end the program with a piece of audio on that very subject we'll do that in just a minute stand by our sponsor this half hour is lifelock getting your identity stolen never happens at a good time it's never a pleasant experience you know it's not like you answer the doorbell and some well-dressed young man says hi i was wondering if i could borrow a cup of your identity it's worse It's worse than you think it is. One day you go on to look at your bank account and he's already been there and he's taken more of a cup and it's gone. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting your life every day. We put our information at risk on the Internet. But that's why LifeLock is here. They can't catch everything. They can't monitor everything. Nobody can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, they have restoration specialists that will work with you to help fix the problem. So call now. Join LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. If you use the promo code BECK, you're going to save 25% off your first year. So call lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK. 25% off now, lifelock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, I want to I want to play a piece of audio here that I think really uh, says everything you you really need to know um, about what is, you know, what is really happening uh, in our um, in our country. You know, it, Stu was just talking about inflation and saying, you know, they could have had three to six trillion dollars more and everybody was for it. But I. I. The people are now pretending that they weren't for it. Let me play this a uh, little flashback from Joe Scarborough um, on MSNBC. Listen,
5: this is pretty simple stuff. Let me say that again. This is pretty simple stuff. You get the head of the Progressive Caucus. You get Joe Manchin and you get Joe Biden and you put him in a room. And you say, we're not going to get out of this room until one of two things happen. One, we have a deal. Or two, we're going to have a press conference where we go out and announce that Joe Manchin does not support any piece of legislation regarding Build Back Better. We either have a bill or Joe Manchin will never support anything. And he's been lying to us for the past year and a half. It's very clear. And my God, I just wonder what would have happened if progressives had their $6 trillion wish earlier this year.
1: Yeah, and in an ironic way, you almost have to thank Joe Manchin
3: for blocking that.
5: I wouldn't even say ironically thank Joe Manchin. You can just thank Joe Manchin uh, if you're glad that interest rates aren't even (laughs) higher. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, look at that. He was saying to to his audience and a group of experts, look, you just have to throw Joe Manchin under the bus. He's not going to go, but we can't stop this. We have to have this. Now, as if he never said any of that? Yeah, well, you got to thank Joe Manchin for that. These guys have no soul. There's just no soul left. Hey, tonight, 9 p.m., you want to see what's coming and what's coming next and the uh, the plan that has been underway since obama first took office we will show you how they are dismantling the country and what's coming next you you will be prepared tonight 9 p.m eastern on glenn tv blazetvcom slash glenn